0: Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to function in the Kingdom of Heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its timeless principles. We have been speaking about uh, thriving by the favor of God. And in our last episode, we defined uh, favor. And we looked at what the scriptures say about uh, Jesus having introduced the dispensation of favor for all kingdom citizens then we spoke about uh, the benefits of favor. We started with two, and that was that the favor of God amplifies our productivity supernaturally beyond what we can achieve by our personal effort and investment, and secondly, that the favor of God grants us supernatural prosperity. In today's episode, we continue discussing uh, uh, the benefits of favor, the benefits of favor. And so, the third benefit of the favor of god is that it enhances our acceptability before people the favor of god enhances our acceptability before people our likability it makes people accept us more it makes people uh, uh like us uh, so, it, so it's a supernatural uh, effect when you when you're enjoying the favor of god you'll experience people liking you supernaturally uh prompted or activated and uh therefore let's look at uh, illustrations from scripture about this uh session uh, and, and that is uh <clears throat> esther chapter 2 uh from verse uh, 8 to 9. <clears throat> we're going to look at several instances for the esther this was before esther became a queen <clears throat> uh, you remember in chapter 1 uh, uh, the previous queen queen vashti had dishonored uh, uh, the king by rebelling uh, in terms of refusing to come uh, when he had, she had been called, even though he was drunk. And after that, therefore, uh, the king decided to search out uh, for another queen. And so, uh, 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 that's what, what the proposal was made. By. And so, in the process of this, uh, there were many uh, ladies who were brought to uh, process of brought into a process of her being prepared to be auditioned uh, and to see like who who might become a king Uh, uh, the queen the person who the king queen will like is the one who will become the queen and so there were various stages of the process so uh, uh, Mordecai was a Jew had a a cousin who was Esther who she had raised because she was an Esther was an orphan and so you find that Esther was not that privileged <clears throat> but what happened is that uh, Mordecai had uh, decided to uh, have Esther participate in the competition. Uh, what would be the like the modern day uh, beauty contest? Contest, but this was uh, in a more elaborate sense, not just as we know. So, so <clears throat> this is what happened in in uh, what Esther chapter eight, uh, chapter two, verse eight says. It Says. When the king's order and edict had been proclaimed, many girls were brought to the citadel of Susa and put under the care of Hegai. Esther was also taken to the king's palace and entrusted to Hegai, who had charge of the harem. The girl pleased him and won his favor immediately. He provided her with her beauty treatments and special food. He assigned to her seven maids selected from the king's palace and moved her and her maids into the best place in the harem. So you see, it says, uh, uh, it says that uh, uh, when Esther was taken to a guy, uh, it says that, uh, that uh, in verse 9, it says that the, that the girl pleased and won his favor immediately. He won his favor and then immediately provided her with her beauty treatments and special food. He assigned to her seven maids selected from the king's palace and moved her and her maids into the best place in the in the in the harem. You see, Esther has not really done anything at this point, but you find like it that uh, she found favor with her. So, so 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 because of the favor of God upon her, and uh, and favor being connected to the plan of God of her life, huh, you find that uh, that uh, uh, her guy was in charge of them was now uh, doing uh, things that were special for her. So you see, she was being, uh, there was acceptability being enhanced. Then we also go to verse uh, 15. <clears throat> now in terms of uh, when speaking about the stage now, after they had been prayed and now being presented to the king. So in verse 15 to 17, this is what it says. It says, uh, <clears throat> when the turn came for Esther, the girl Mordecai had adopted the daughter of his uncle Abihail." to to go to the king she asked for nothing other than what her guy the king's eunuch who was in charge of the harem suggested and esther won the favor of everyone who saw her you can see the favor of god so favor and people liked her. the favor you know then verse 16 he says uh, she was taken to king success in the royal residence in the tenth month Uh, the month of Tibet in the seventh year of his reign. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than to any of the other women and she won his favor and approval more than any other virgin. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. You see, then it says uh, verse 18 18 says uh, and the king gave her a, 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 a great banquet, Esther's banquet for all his nobles Uh, and officials he proclaimed a holiday throughout the provinces and distributed gifts with royal liberality so you see uh esther was favored initially by the first but the person was in charge that's a, a guy and then he was now favored by that she won the favor of everyone also and then now she comes to the king she enjoys favor with the king and was her was uh, was uh, 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 selected among all those women. And remember, this is a Jew. This is an orphan. So the favor of God enhanced her likability, her acceptability. Yeah. So remember the point uh, is that uh, the favor of God uh, enhances our acceptability before people. That is our likability. People will like us. Uh. And that was not the only case. Uh. Now when you come now to Esther chapter chapter uh, five 5, uh, you find that uh, uh, actually it starts from chapter four. So you find that uh, there was a man called Aman described in uh, uh, one of the the king's uh, officials called Amana uh, who really hated Mordecai because Mordecai would not bow before him uh, and would not honor him, you know, would not kneel before him. So so what happened uh, is uh, uh, is uh, Amman decided he was going to exterminate. Uh, not only Mordecai, but the entire uh, uh, community of the Jews in the kingdom. And so he secured a decree uh, 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 decree from the king, a decision from the king for that to be done. And so what happened uh, now when you come to chapter 4 is that Mordecai sent news to Esther about what was supposed to happen because he was in sackcloth. and then Esther asked, Esther, uh, asked what it is that was the issue with him. And then news was brought back by somebody called Hathak to Esther about the, the plan to annihilate the Jews. And so this is what the scriptures uh, say now. He says uh, in verse 9, he says, Hathak went back and reported to Esther what Mordecai had said. Then she instructed him to say to Mordecai, All the king's officials and people of the royal provinces know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, the king has but one law, that he be put to death. Uh, that he be put to death. Then he says, uh, "He says the only exception to this is for the king to extend the royal scepter, to, to extend the gold scepter to him and spare his life." But thirty days have passed since I was called to go to the king. <clears throat> then. Uh, Mordecai had about these words, and he, he he rebuked Esther. Then now, when we come to verse 15, uh, Esther, uh, it says that then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai: "Go gather together all the Jews who are in uh, Susa and fast for for me. Do not eat or drink <coughs> uh, for three days, night or day. And I and my maiden my maids will fast as you do. When this is done I will go to the king even though it is against the law and if I perish I perish so Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instruction so now they called for a a fast by all the Jews all the Jews to fast across the kingdom and uh, and then Esther would go so they were praying and fasting that that by God's mercy and his favor this situation will be will be turned around so as they prayed about it uh, this is what happened in uh, Esther chapter (coughs) Uh, 5 from verse 1. It says, On the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall. The king was sitting on his royal throne in the hall uh, facing the entrance. When he saw Queen Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her and held out uh, to her the gold scepter that was in his hand. So Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. So you see, that there were chances. First of all, the king had not called her for 30 days uh, before the, royal, the inner court. And the other thing, it says that uh, that anybody who went without being called would receive, uh, the penalty was death. That includes Esther. That was the laws of the land, you know. And then uh, the other thing is that uh, there was a slight chance that you could be spared. And that's exactly what happened to Esther, that she was spared. That the king stretched the gold scepter to her which is a symbol of authority, and and uh, uh, and as, and she approached her, and touched the tip of the scepter, and that's not only what happened. She was not. Her life was not only spared. The next thing that happened is that it says in verse uh, verse three it says, then the king asked, "What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even up up to half the kingdom, it will be given you." See, then she asked for. Just that they would have a dinner for uh, uh, with Ammon. She was preparing that Ammon was the one who was plotting the extermination of the Jews, but she decided to go it to do it skillfully. So she asked for dinner. Then after that, now Caesar, in verse five, he says, "Bring Ammon at once." The king said, "So that we may go, you uh, may do whatever Esther asks." So the king and Ammon went to the banquet uh, 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 to the banquet Esther had prepared. Then verse six says, "As they were drinking the wine, the king asked." esther now what is your petition it will be given you and what is your request even up to half the kingdom it will be granted to you remember this was about that 127 prophets so when half the kingdom is a very big thing esther could have asked for that and the other thing that she was asking for for the deliverance of the jews so you see the situation was turned. the favor of god was enhancing acceptability her, uh, it it, the, it was causing her to be liked to the point where the king is saying I, I'm ready to give even half the kingdom, and, and all, that that is she spared spared her life, and then was saying she's also ready to give her half the kingdom, and 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 also repeat the same thing is also repeated in chapter seven, where where the king also asked us the same question in uh, in uh, verse seven chapter seven verse one when esther what is your petition it will be given to you what is your request even up to half the kingdom it will be granted you see so the king is ready to give half over his rulership and authority can you imagine you coming before the president if it was allowed in law or the king of your country and they say that uh, i'll give you anything even if it's half over over the rulership of the whole country I'll give you half of anything if your boss tells you. I'll give you half of anything, even if it's a, the half of my my farm, half of my can uh, of my company, half of my organization, half of a, of a, my international organization, my multinational. You see, or so you see that was a very that is great favor. It's great favor. So favor enhances our acceptability before people, our likability in situations. This was a situation where it could have led to death. But favor turned around, and also even before that, Esther was already experiencing favor with people, different people, until she became queen. So it's supernatural favor. The the fourth benefit of favor is this: is that the is that the favor of God causes us to receive good things that we do not deserve. Good things that we do not deserve. Yeah. This is difficult for the world to accept. Because it operates on a system of receiving only what you deserve unless it's by corruption. you see uh, the world system is a system that is uh, the, the, the scriptures speak about Satan being the prince of this world, the god of this world you know in uh, by God with small g in uh, second Corinthians chapter four verse four so 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 then he says this may be the, re- the so you see the thing is is that uh, for this reason uh, the world cannot accept it cannot accept that uh, uh that you should get something that you don't deserve if you get something you don't deserve they say like it should be investigated and it should be returned so of course corruption is a contrary to the king to the principles of the kingdom of heaven and so the world gets things that they do not deserve in a corrupt sense in a sinful way in a wicked way by killing by stealing and uh doing all kinds of things uh, that are negative uh, so so this issue about getting what you don't deserve by favor, that, uh, that this may be the reason why people try and try to earn God's love and acceptance by works and, are, and, and, and find it difficult to accept his mercy, to believe that uh, God can be merciful, that when you only have sinned, you'll be forgiven. You don't have to work out so many things because the blood of Jesus is there. It will cleanse you from all unrighteousness because Jesus paid for the whole, whole, whole price. So you find people find uh, life in the kingdom of heaven uh, uh, christianity as people call it uh, so being a citizen of the kingdom they look at it at the presentation of the gospel and they cannot uh, relate with it because they are thinking how would you just get something that uh, from god without uh, working out uh, yourself to be good and and fulfilling certain rituals and praying in a certain way and doing certain things and fulfilling certain conditions legalistic which was also there in judaism uh, but you see, the thing is that, uh, is that when Christ came, He paid everything, and so there is a dispensation of favor. So, so f- people find this difficult, huh? and uh, the thing is that the first thing that we get that we don't deserve, yeah, because I say the favor gives you things that you don't deserve is salvation through Jesus Christ. Salvation through Jesus Christ is illustrated, illustrated several places in the scriptures. Uh, especially in the New Testament, but we 'll read uh, Ephesians chapter seven uh, chapter, Ephesians chapter two, Ephesians chapter two. So this is what the scripture says. it says uh, "As for you from verse as one as for you, you are dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is at work in those who are disobedient." that is speaking about Satan. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying their cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts like the rest. <coughs> we were by nature objects of wrath, but because of his great love <coughs> for us, God, who is rich in mercy, <coughs> made us alive in Christ. Even when we were dead in, our, in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So you see, the thing is is that uh, we were sinful, we were caught up in our cravings and the sinful nature was operating in us, the Adamic nature. We were objects of the wrath of God, but God, by the riches of His mercy and His love, He he, he gave the sacrifice of his son for us to be saved. So it's by grace that uh, we said. And not only so, he says that uh, he he did not only pardon us. He said by this grace he lifted us. Grace is other, the the, same, the word carries in Greek in the New Testament, which is also the word for favor. And so he he pushed us by this grace, this favor in Christ, and seated us up far above all rule and authority, every power and dominion. Uh, as as is described in Ephesians chapter 1. That's why Christ is seated. eh? In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20, says, says about the Holy Spirit, he says the power which he he exerted in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. So now when you come to uh, uh, chapter 2, it says that we are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. That's where God has seated us in Christ. So we are seated far above all rule and authority, every power and dominion, every title that can be given in this age. And in the age to come, in the new heaven and earth, that age, we are are going to be up there. And it's not because we did anything. It's because of the mercy and love of God that he granted us a favor in Christ. That when we accepted his son, Jesus Christ, who confessed our sins, repented, that's confessing and turning away from a sin, and accepted Jesus into our life. Then we receive that favor, and we are lifted up in that high position, lofty position in the spiritual realm as sons of God. See, so favor gives us things that we do not deserve. Yeah, and this is a this did not the, the, about getting things that we do not deserve. Is not only something that started in the New Testament. A, if there's a scripture that we read the last time from. Uh, in our last episode, uh, in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 10 to 12, which illustrates that favor gives us things that we do not deserve. And it says, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 10 to 12, it says, uh, When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large flourishing cities you did not build. Houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then, when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. Uh, the Lord. You do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So you see, it's speaking about uh, things that they did not say. It's speaking about uh, uh, giving them uh, a, a land with large and flourishing cities that did not build. Imagine a whole, whole cities. Like if you're given an estate of land that, that things are not uh, <clears throat> that you have not built, is given to you free of charge. Yeah. Of course, they were to fight and displace the nation. by the presence of God? Because they, the presence of God is what will help them to win, which they don't deserve anyway. So it's God who decided to back them up supernaturally because these were nations that were larger and stronger than them you know, of anarchites, people who, they say, who can stand against the upper anarchites, as they say in Deuteronomy chapter 9. Uh, But now God helped them to overcome supernatural. And then God gives them by favor large and flourishing cities they did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things they did not provide, wells they did not dig, and and vineyards and olive groups which they do not plant. See, so it's God supernaturally providing for these things. And this is our, the, the same is our heritage in the kingdom. For us, we, but when we receive favor, we receive things that we don't deserve. Like T.D. Jack says uh, in uh, uh, the, that's Thomas Dexter, uh, Dexter Jexa of uh, uh, Porter's House Church in the US, uh, and a very well known, uh, globally renowned preacher. He says that uh, favor ain't fair. He preached a message, message called favor ain't fair. And another in his speech which is uh, uh, growing into God's favor so the thing is uh is uh you're, is that when you see somebody having things that they don't deserve somebody that you feel bad about like why is this person like this better he has received a good uh, husband or a good wife he has received a uh, uh, been prospering in their in their work you see like uh, uh, things are doors are opening for them and things seem to keep working for them and you feel that uh, you are the one who deserves more than them then you know the favor of god is at work if it's a kingdom, citizens particularly, see, and even sometimes unbelievers also receive the, the favor of God. They ask, uh, they ask for the mercy of God, and God shows them His mercy and His favor, and He opens doors for them because God is trying to draw them to Himself to show them His, so they can connect with in Christ with His love and mercy, and with His purpose for their lives and participate in His agenda for His kingdom. You see, so when you see somebody that you think that. Uh, is doing well and you think that you deserve more than what they have you think that you are better than them and you think that they're higher than you then you then the thing is that realize that it's the favor of god that is giving them an advantage for kingdom citizens it's a favor of god that is uh, uh, covering the blessing of the lord and favor of god maybe covering the family lineage or covering that territory like the jews for example they are blessed so they uh, through abraham being from the lineage of abraham you see and uh, the lineage of david so the favor of god is activated so favor gives us things that you do not de- deserve so if you so you so when you are praying don't only pray for things you deserve pray for things that you think that you shouldn't have because in christ we have them the scriptures say in romans chapter 8 verse 32 that if he gave us his own son how then shall he not along with him freely give us all things the fifth uh, uh, benefit of favor, which is the third in this episode, but is a fifth in the series, the fifth benefit of favor, is is that uh, the favor of God causes us to be distinguished and prefer, preferred above other people. The favor of God causes us to be distinguished and preferred above other people. We have seen seen this uh, in today's uh, earlier in today's episode. We have seen that Esther was preferred above all other people everywhere she went, she was preferred given special treatment and eventually picked as the as the as the queen see so it so favor gives you prefer, a preferential a preferential treatment it will accord you preferential treatment uh just the same way like if, a, if somebody you know somebody somewhere and then they and then several people come and you are called you are called into somebody i remember one time we went to see uh, a, a government minister and uh uh, 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 and so we were we were gone as a group. I was not even the leader of the group. But as we, when we went uh, into that group and we, had, we went to the reception, we asked. Uh, we said that we had booked a, a, an appointment with this government minister. And uh, uh, and then what happened is that uh, <clears throat> what happened is that uh, while we were waiting, the personal assistant uh, came down under. Uh, uh, from the, the higher floor and uh, he came and he saw me because he knew me he knew me because we used to be in school together and uh, he was happy to see me and then he asked me also well, what are you coming to do uh, Do here then I, I told her I told him that uh, we had come to see the government minister so he just uh, 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 called us in see he called us in so that we do not have to follow that. He, as he, he ushered us in and took us to the boardroom, even regardless though there was a process we are supposed to go through, you know. And this is uh, something we will also see in uh, in other benefits of fever that fever defies protocol, you know. So he first tracked us, he us, us through, and uh, we were taken to a special to the boardroom, and then, uh, uh, and then we were na- the meeting one. So we didn't have to go through so many things, uh, uh, and because I was just part of the group that's the way we accepted you see because I had favor with this uh, individual so that's the same thing that happens to you favor when you are favored you are given preferential treatment you are preferred above other people you are preferred above other people and remember this was a senior person in government but I was preferred because of my friend yeah so probably the favor of God was also uh, actively facilitated that to happen but for the sake of your understanding from a human perspective it was a it was uh, uh because of uh, uh, my friend see so the other thing that happens is that the favor and uh, 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 the illustration another other illustration from uh, uh, scripture about apart from esther about the favor of god causing us to be distinguished and preferred above other people is uh the case of uh, mary the mother of jesus uh, mary the mother of jesus uh. so the scripture says uh, if i'll just read from uh, luke chapter 1 verse 26 uh, to the attached to it says in the sixth month God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a, a, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. <clears throat> the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you are you who are highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Mary had greatly was greatly troubled at his words and wondered. What kind of greeting this is? B, uh, she wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. And you are to, na- you are to give his- him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, the Lord. God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. You see, so you see, see the thing is that Mary was not even expecting it, but God had chosen her. And and the scriptures does not even tell us that Mary was better than, was the only virgin. It doesn't tell us that Mary was the one who was more righteous than the others. More uh, holy, because also before then, uh, before Jesus, the righteousness was by the uh, generally by the law, in, except in the cases of people like Abraham, which is righteousness by faith. That he was credited to him righteousness by faith for obe- obedience. Like, you see, so but generally, we you know that like righteousness in the all in the, the the dispensation of the law and the prophets it was by law. You see, so the thing is, <coughs> it doesn't say that she would live such a good life, and that's why God picked us. He just says that he had found favor. So God, by His sovereignty, picked her. Because it had been prophesied that her, it, that a that virgin will be with child, so God decided that uh, He will pick her, uh, her and Joseph to be the parents. See, so it's supernatural, and God decided to do it through Mary first, to speak to Mary first because she was the one who would bear a child, and later on spoke to Joseph. See, when He planned to leave her, so you see, so you see, you see, you see, you see, the favor of God causes us to be distinguished and preferred above. God all other people. Mary was distinguished above all other women, all other virgins. Mary was preferred above all other women and virgins. You see, preferential treatment, and she was now chosen to be the one who will carry the Messiah, to carry Jesus uh, uh, in her womb, to raise her as a child, to carry her as her own child. See, that's why you see in Matthew chapter 13, from the the world's perspective, uh, the human perspective, they describe Jesus as the, the son of Joseph, the carpenter, you know. They know her. They know him and know his brothers and sisters because Jesus was not the only one born through Mary's womb. There were other brothers and sisters. But you see, the favor of God caused one of the children to be God himself coming in the form of Jesus Christ, our Savior. So the favor of God causes us to be preferred above all people, to receive preferential treatment. I'll give you a testimony. Another testimony is that uh, one time, uh, <clears throat> I remember one time uh, involving uh, human rights and legal legal and human rights consultants here. So what happened is that uh, one time uh, we were hosting a meeting uh, uh, for an organization from the UK uh, in Kenya, and uh, before that we had been we had been uh, the, this organization had uh, picked uh, several people from the continent to just. Uh, uh, work on some uh, consultancy to help them to develop uh, guidelines for legislation for the African Commission on Human Rights for issues of prevention of torture and response to the same. Mm -hmm. So what happened is that that as we were in this forum, uh, this work was quite laborious uh, and it was so intensive and I felt like it was so much and it was too much. uh, And even I told them that. But what happened is that uh, as we did this work and we had presentations in a particular forum that we had, workshop with another organization was invited, uh, <coughs> another organization called uh, the Convention Against Torture Initiative. This other organization from the UK, but this was a, the other organization was a, an international organization from the U, from, the, from uh, uh, Switzerland, based in Switzerland, which is a center whereby the UN uh, Human Rights Bodies are. <coughs> so so when they were invited, the representative of this forum, who I had not even met, I would met many people in that sector. Uh, locally and uh, regionally and globally, uh, but I've never seen, uh, heard of this organization. I've never uh, met this organ, anybody from this organization. So it had been just been formed. and it was a, The reason I had not met is because they are a, a state-led body. Uh, so it was constituting of governments. It was an initiative initiative of governments uh, 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 to to ensure that other states ratify the Convention against torture. So as they were, so when we had this forum and then it ended, then they said they were going to have another meeting, in which they are going to call heads of state and other partners that they have had like uh, uh, the organisation from the UK and this and and others, and uh, and so I, I uh, we were just uh, grateful that uh, at least the work was done. So I I was surprised later on because I even forgot about it. So I, I saw like oh it's okay. I didn't even think that anything would happen after that in terms of me. But I received an email telling me that as we had indicated last time, we're going to have another forum, regional forum, and so we are inviting you, you see, to be one of the people who will speak. You see, I was not only being invited to become one of the people who will participate in that meeting. This was now a, a regional forum because the, the, it's, this is a global organization, an organization that was, because later on, even as time went by, I also attended the global forum, uh, uh, which, which, which they would have regularly every year, that will cover the entire globe region different regions so now when we had when we, we attended we had this uh, forum that was in uh, uh, Ghana and so what happened is that they were uh, it was a forum with senior government officials attorney generals and uh, leaders of uh, Top leaders in governments from different places, and then uh, leaders from the African Commission of Human Rights. In fact, I remember we had the vice chair of the African Commission on Human Rights, and we had uh, leaders from organ- international organizations, uh, 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 nonprofit, and, uh, and, and, and quasi-government and, and intergovernmental. You know, so it was uh, something a very high-level forum, and now I was being asked, without even expecting it, to become want to be to attend but also to become one of the speakers on the issues of legislation given the scenario from kenya and other places see so that was the preferential treatment by the faith of god that i was a i was a distinguished among all other consultants i was the one picked i saw that the other people did even better because i remember somebody remember a particular lady from south africa i thought she did well compared to what we had you know but i but i discovered that uh, uh by faith, the favor of God, I was lifted and put to be the one who came for this forum. So it's supernatural. God was granting me favor by opening doors for me to continue to, to get into spheres of uh, other spheres of international influence by partnering with an international organization in the, in the course towards uh, reforms on issues of uh, uh, prevention and uh, redress for torture victims uh, and reform of policies, uh, see. So, so, you see, favor of God grants you uh, preferential to it. If I can recount the things we have talked about, you said uh, we had mentioned two last time. so that we started with the third one today. There are three things we have mentioned. The third one is that uh, the favor of God enhances our acceptability before people. That's our likability. Then the fourth is that uh, the favor of God uh, causes us to receive good uh, things that we do not deserve. And the favor of God causes us to be distinguished and preferred above. So, as we come to the conclusion of the episode, I'd like you to reflect on this. Have you ever experienced any of the three benefits of favor explained in this episode? Secondly, are you struggling with any issue that the benefits of favor explained today can resolve? For example, maybe rejection. So, you need likability, you need acceptability or you're struggling with other people being preferred about you, that you always seem to be the one left out, or that you're struggling with not getting anything that you deserve. If it's a case, you need the favor of God. So reflect on areas of your life you need favor. And then, if you have been blessed by this episode, I would like you to share the same with a friend, family member, colleague, and uh, even on your social media platforms, or anyone you think may benefit. And... Also subscribe and give us feedback from the pod- podcast platform you are listening to the message from, or, from uh, or or using the email address and the social media contacts provided in the show notes. May God bless you and may you enjoy the favor of God in its full expression in your life.